Hello everyone, this is your friend, Brother Gary, with Hands Across the Border Devotional, and we're continuing our walk through the book of Revelation. We are in chapter number four, chapter number four, and verse number six. Just have a quick thought for you today, and uh, we're here in Mexico, so you be praying for us while we're praying for you, and if you'd like to learn more about us, uh, you can go to our Facebook page at Hands Across Border or our website at www.handsacrossborder.com and you can learn about our ministry there. But we're in Revelation 4 and verse number 6. Remember, we're in heaven now and uh, the rapture just happened. We saw that at the beginning of the chapter of 4. And now we come to verse number 6. And it says, And before the throne there was a sea of glass, like unto crystal. And in the midst of the throne, and round about the throne, were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. And so what we are seeing here is a picture of the throne of the Lord in heaven. And uh, you can go on through the verses and you can see about the four beasts. If you'd like to learn more about those, go to Ezekiel 1.10 and Ezekiel 10.1. And so what we see here is the same beast, the faces of them, which is a reflection of deity. But I want to hone in on this, this sea of glass. And, uh, you know, the book of Revelation is filled with symbolism. And so that's why... You can find all kinds of craziness coming out of prophecy a lot of times. Uh, one fellow tried to tell me there's this uh, lake up in heaven that's frozen and all of this kind of nonsense. But remember, there's a lot of symbolism here uh, that we see throughout the book of Revelation. And so when he's talking about a sea of glass like a crystal, now think about crystal it is it is very expensive it's beautiful to look at and uh, this sea of glass have, have you ever heard anybody use the illustration of it was like a sea of people right you've heard that before where you can look at a picture and there's so many people it looks like a sea of people there are just so many there and what it is a symbol of is the redeemed in heaven around the throne of god and then we have the cherubim and the seraphim there, and they're worshiping the Lord. Look at verse number uh, 8 through 11. And, and the four beasts had each of them six wings, and it goes on, Holy, holy, holy Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. And then we see the four and twenty elders fell down before them. And they're saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they are and were created. And so we see here that, first of all, it says, Holy, 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 in verse 8, Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. That is a strong verse for the deity of Christ, who was Jesus. He was God manifest in the flesh. And so you have all the redeemed of all time around the throne with the seraphim and cherubim and the 24 elders. And we'll talk more about that later. But they're all falling down and they're worshiping the Lord. 
So what, do you, what am I getting at today is, first of all, are you one of the redeemed? Have you truly been born again? Have you repented of your sins? Put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ alone. Not in your baptism, not in the organization you belong to, but in Jesus Christ alone. And then we realize that he is omniscient, right? Because of the eyes, they see everything. So they're talking about the omniscience of God. God sees everything. And so you may fool me, I may fool you, but none of us will fool God. God sees everything. You having a bad day today? God sees it, and he's the one who can help you. Are you dealing with some difficulty, maybe some health problems and things like that? Well, God can see that, and you can bring it to God, and God can help you. Why? Because he is God. He is above every problem and every situation. He is the answer. And so what are we to do? Well, what we need to do is get our life in the right perspective. What do you mean by that? Well, oftentimes you'll hear people say, well, you know, you got to get focused on these goals and do all that. And that's great. That's a wonderful thing. But the right perspective for years of my life is in verse number 11, where it says, where they're worshiping around the throne of God, the redeemed, it looks like a sea of people. And they're very precious and they're very expensive. How expensive are they? They were bought with the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and him alone. And they are worshiping him and they are saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things. Now here's the key. This is getting our life in the right perspective. And for thy pleasure, they are and were created. My friend, are you living your life to please God? Or are you living your life to please self and those around you? How can I tell? Well, if you make an excuse, well, that's the way they used to do it. And I think it's not what you and I think. It's what God's word says. And so look at your life. Ask the Lord to reveal things in your life that are not pleasing to him and get those things right. You know what? If you're focused on him and living for him, you're not focused on your problems and woe is me. Because God is good and God is right. And what we'll have one day is we'll all be around that throne of God. And so these big problems that you and I think we have right now are nothing. And we won't even remember them when we get there to heaven. With the multitude of other believers who've been saved through the ages by faith. And we'll be there worshiping the Lord and saying, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. Has that been a blessing to you? Share it with someone else. Would you do that? May the Lord bless you.